avons besoin de ta présence. Nous avons besoin de toi, Père, en ces temps d'épreuve. Nous avons besoin de toi en ces temps de difficultés. Nous avons besoin de toi en ces temps où le monde reconnaît ses limites, où le monde reconnaît ses incapacités. Nous avons besoin de toi. Nous avons besoin de ta grâce, Père. Nous avons besoin que tu déploies ta puissance en faveur des nations. Nous prions et nous élevons nos voix en faveur des nations. Nous prions et nous élevons nos voix en faveur des nations. Souviens-toi des peuples, des nations qui sont en train de subir, Père, les conséquences des maladies, des virus, des pandémies. Éternel, étant ta main de grâce à la charte et les Amaleva si dele da basuto, shalaba dele da vadusa, seleba le bolos dele, shinina mandolo suto dele, kalane na vadela mandele sute, zoraba vaishine dele ta, oh, bina kina basulo fluvasi dalaba shaketa. Tu es le Dieu des miracles. Tu es le Dieu qui guérit. Tu es la guérison des nations. Que la guérison des nations. Oh. C'est toi le roi de roi, le roi de gloire, c'est toi l'alpha et l'oméga. Chalet la brousse à pédaler, les malos à la télé. Via la basse, nos jardins, prenez les bons la Robade les brousse ou cante les chênes les bons. Via la main et les lots, c'était. Via la main et les lots, c'était. Jalaba et les lots, c'était. Jalaba les bons, ça va les bons, ça Salena, Abedala, Delebo, Salabadena, 
Rosu Kalayanta la Kanda Pridos, Le Kandilian de Lebodos, Que nos nations soient restaurées, Que nos nations, que nos familles soient restaurées, Allah de Bouzalah, Que nos familles soient restaurées, Que nos nations soient restaurées. Merci Père, détends ta main de grâce, nous invoquons ton pardon, ton pardon pour nos péchés, pour le péché des nations, nous réclamons ta miséricorde, nous réclamons ta grâce, nous réclamons ta miséricorde, souviens-toi de tous ces pays, souviens-toi de l'Europe, souviens-toi de l'Afrique, souviens-toi de l'Amérique, souviens-toi de l'Asie. Ces continents, la chaleur de nos balles, c'est à la baba, l'ouma là-bas, guéris les nations, guéris les nations, guéris ton peuple, Seigneur, guéris ton peuple, allez là-bas, château là, c'est là, la Nasa Keda, Soubaja la Tena, Ronali Anzura Sheda, Ronale Bos, Ronale Bos Sacha, Brianna Massaka la Dedos, Ronale Bos, 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 Ronale la gloire te revient Tu es digne de recevoir la gloire Tu es digne de recevoir l'honneur Tu es digne de recevoir la gloire Seigneur Tu es digne, tu es digne Tu es digne Père Merci de protéger tes enfants en ce temps d'épreuve, en ce temps de difficulté. Merci de protéger tes enfants. La débauche, Shinala. Le Dieu qui protège. Dieu qui garde ses enfants. Dieu. and awesome we welcome him here we'll take the keyboard up and vast and awesome we welcome you here Ataba. vast and awesome we welcome you here 
You're vast and awesome. We welcome you here. Hata. Awesome, I welcome you here. Fast and awesome, we welcome you here. I welcome you here. Fast and awesome, we welcome you here. Stick my gate down just a tiny bit. Isha namara kuriya bata namaha sedeva. Zade boroko sebede de 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 behesh adarabahadi. Zede de de bo rada da bahasan tada de ikana na na man tere de bo shata eturia na makaile kata mahadia rene kunyama haseke de bola rade shade 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 wetumba ikata bahalia alekoma shana man tere ria koseba ano ataya shinele. Let the record show that we know you are worthy of our praise and our glory, and so we give it to you today, Spirit of the Sovereign Lord. Let the record show that no foreign god will take our play your place let the record show that we who are not a people that you have made a people have come like the leper to give you praise oh jesus come on somebody present to the lord oh i feel an explosion of energy in this ah, the river is has been stirred the pool has been stirred somebody jumping Jesus 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 you we give you glory we give you praise oh lord in this atmosphere would you heal bodies and minds now 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 i speak the healing power of the lord all over the earth everywhere someone is watching or listening live or further later on on demand online and on site let the second Adam right now become a quickening spirit let the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead quicken mortal bodies let the spirit be poured out upon all flesh all flesh Ah, ah. 
ah, something's happening. Oh, if wherever you are, at home, in the car, whatever you are, I want you to stop being distracted if you can and press. There's a river flowing. I sense the power of God. I sense virtue being dissipated. Grab a hold right now. sounds strange to call that a healing but God says I, 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 I know son or daughter how inconvenient it is for you and I'm as a sign of how important the minutia of your life is says the Lord I'm healing quoting and quoting your sinuses now we speak it so in the name of Jesus A migraine headache is being healed now in the name of Jesus. We speak the healing power to that brain, that mind, and everything that causes the pressure and the pain. We command it to dissipate in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody, pray with me. Pray with me. Right now, there's somebody who is in the middle of a depressive cycle. With bipolar, you're right now in the middle of the depressive state. I take that back. Sorry, you are in the mania state. Your mind has been hijacked right now and, and you're scared because you know right now you're finding it hard to concentrate on things because you're constantly high. It's like you're on, 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 on drugs or, or, or you're just jacked up, hyper excited, hyper, hyper, you know, stretched. And you're worried because you know it's about to be followed by a depressive cycle. But we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Not only are you free from that obsession, that, that inability to focus because you're so excited, you literally can't process uh, the minutia of your, but we shut down the cycle in the name of Jesus. Uh, take, the, take the keys up. We shut it down in the name of Jesus and we say the, the depressive cycle will not follow. But that thought in your flesh is brought under control. There is balance in the Holy Ghost. Balance in the Holy I speak balance in the Holy Ghost. Balance in the Holy Ghost. Balance in the Holy Ghost. 
Izebrondo raba aske ti bahadum de brehetela. Zibredo la brahati kinande brehesholiata. Ah, we give you glory. We give you glory, 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 glory. Come on, somebody, give him glory. Something's happening. Something is shunande brehetila. Le kuraba satalie kuraba hadina hanahada. Jebo, 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 jebo la bahadigala. Le ke we were ikunambre. Jesus is here right now. He is here to meet all needs and to set all captives free. I know that my elder brother Jesus is here. And we command every knee to bow before the darling of heaven and every son is being brought to glory on the wings of his freedom pathway all things are being brought under control every knee shall bow and tongue confess that he is lord to the glory of the father in my life and in yours for in this season of Bukhara, lights will shine before men and they will see the works of God that are good in and through us and glorify the Father. So we arise and we shine. Oh Jesus. Media team, that mic is just perfect. We arise and we shine. The glory of our God, even now, says the Lord, is about to be risen upon us, and kings are coming to the brightness of our rising. As the Gentiles come to our light, for the time to favor Zion, yea. The, the Moadim, the Moed is come. For the place that we dwell is too small. So we enlarge the place of our dwelling. We strengthen our stakes and enlarge our cords. We break forth to the left and the right on all sides. For in a previous season, he permitted men to ride over our heads. But now the court of heaven's justice is saying that we are now brought into a large place. Shinananoria kapahadi, a large place, a large place. Ah, and the spirit of the Lord would say that as a physical manifestation, says the Lord, there is about to be a physical manifestation of change of accommodation for several people. Leproconambre, your postcode is changing, says the Lord. And you can laugh all you want, but I know the voice of my father. Your postcode, says the Lord, for several of you is changing as a prophetic metaphor. Of what is going on in the spirit 
promotions in the workplace that will come uh, with bigger offices because somebody praying the Holy Ghost I see people in business and in a career being promoted and God says it's not about more money it's not even about coating a coat more renowned says the Lord it is simply because I am God and I can be extravagant if I like to prove a point he says it's to prove the prophetic metaphor of the fact that I'm bringing you into a large space the same way a billionaire can go out and buy a Bentley on a whim not because he caught in a coat uh, uh, another car would do but he just wants to he just wants to buy it God says I just want to prove I want to make a sign in the natural of a large room in the spirit and because I am extravagant in my love it will come with large rooms in natural accommodation get ready get ready get ready get ready get ready get ready you're coming out of that studio says the Lord and you're coming into a place with a garden and a garage and a play a separate room for your kids and space says the Lord Oh, nothing wrong with the ponto if you love it but you're coming out of that tiny car says the god said i'm bringing space in the spirit realm but the metaphor will be space in the seen world you're going from sharing a desk to having your own office and it's not about the job says the lord it's simply because i want to give you a prophetic metaphor of space in this season space space a large room oh a conabra i want to move on but i'm stuck here in the holy ghost god says i'm bringing you into a large room hitherto men rode over your head hitherto you were a victim of the whims of others hitherto you were stuck but now you're scratch that now we are because i ain't leaving myself out of this are breaking forth on every side You're going from sharing a bathroom to not even sharing not even sharing a a, a a waste collection bin you don't get it you're going from sharing a bathroom to not even living in a block of flats anymore you're going from sharing a car to not even sharing a parking space anymore and i the, the lord says the metaphor is a large room in the spirit but as the bible says the invisible things of creation are made clearly seen by the things that are visible even his eternal godhead god says to show you my glory i'll make a point in something that doesn't seem to matter Oh, Adi, Adu, Shabari. 
space space says the lord space i'm making room for you oh somebody pray 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 i make it oh pray 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 this was see this wasn't planned lemo <laughs> this was not planned this was not even prepared for i'll tell you in a second i've had a wonderful week i've not been fasting this is god says i'm making room for you room 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 in the heavens uh, room in the earth uh, room in your family uh, room in your spouse's heart once again god says to tell you that the space you once occupied in the heart of that man or woman uh, that the enemy has closed i'm making room for you again favor again pray somebody pray 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 relationships that you have invested in for a long time where you have lost your space where you have labored and another is coming to claim the corner the devil is a liar you will drink of the system that you hew says the lord I'm granting you number one space in the heart of your spouse, in the space of heart of your boss, in the heart of every covenant relationship, every spiritual covering of spiritual child. Every man or woman who is tied to your destiny, I'm making room for you in their heart, says the Lord room in the industry room in the system uh, room in the sector Le room 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 see this doesn't make sense but but i'm hearing the lord say i'm making room 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 so start your engines and go vroom 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 for there is about to be an acceleration says the spirit of the lord so get your engines ready don't wait uh, till the checkered flag is lowered start to Rev, start to rev. For very soon is coming to an end the season of a rev. For what was difficult will become easy. For what was difficult will become easy, says the Lord. For what was difficult will become easy. What was impossible becomes normal. Uh, what was once supernatural is the new reality. For it is not just a different season. It's a different life. A different life form. That is emerging from within us, says the Lord. For the natural realm is about to line up. With the capacity in the spirit, says God. So shall it be, even now and forevermore. Hear me by the Spirit. Um, now, I, 
I, I, I want to say this so that there is a record of it so that when it starts to happen in the natural realm you can be confident that the rest of this prophetic word which was unplanned uh, will also come to pass in your personal life there's about to be a mass reverse exodus of people and I, I, I'm, I'm a bit self-conscious saying this publicly but I'm just going to go with the spirit of God a reverse mass exodus of people who quote and unquote uh, walked out of this house says the Lord <clears throat> uh, many are coming back especially those who left for the wrong reasons uh, and God says there's about to be a mass re-exodus and, and, and I'm saying that so you know that what I'm about to say when you see that happen also is true and, and the metaphor in your life is that there is also about to be a mass reverse exodus of things, people and seasons that you lost in a previous time and hear me by the Lord especially those in whom you had a hand in the loss seasons and opportunities and relationships that you were complicit in aborting says the Lord are about to be reversed and re-mantled lift your hands everybody lift your hands lift your hands oh Lord we didn't know that you would visit us this way and we honor you and we Lord we are in awe of you so thank you thank you thank you so father we submit to your word today we say be it unto us according to your word be it unto us according as you have spoken it lord let it be restore our timelines restore our timelines Restore seasons and people and opportunities and resources and gifts and dimensions and, and encounters and nexus moments and points. Restore. We give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody put your hands together for the spirit of the lord come on for the lord of the spirit and the spirit of the lord clap your hands oh you people and shout unto god with a voice of triumph one more time come on clap your hands oh you people and shout unto god with a voice of triumph all right grab a seat somebody let's see let's see what we can do we just take the keys down just a little bit let's see what we can do in the time we have Oh, Jesus yes let's get the elephant out of the room it is summer and I'll say nothing more than that amen someone say who let the Sun out you love to see it eh? amen okay where, where did I leave it then it's somewhere just let me look for it it's somewhere in this um, vicinity the face towel right so everybody uh, if you are new here at kingdom culture online uh, especially online thank you sir uh, my name is Israel Olumide Siave, and if you haven't seen me recently, that is for good reason. Uh, but I'm back. Amen. Can we give the Lord a shout of praise? At least for now. <laughs> you see, this is the problem with uh, with taking a break. You get, you kind of want to take more. 
Uh, but first of all, I want to just take some time to celebrate the amazing people, the leaders and the Levites that serve in this house. Can you give yourself a standing ovation, everybody? I said a standing ovation. Can you give yourselves a standing ovation? Um, as some of you know, if you've tried to reach me for the last pretty much two weeks now, I apologize. Um, it's intentional. I've been away physically and I've intentionally not uh, been monitoring my devices because the Bible says that no uh, device against us shall prosper. I'm just joking. Um, it's been a very interesting three years for me. Um, I won't go into that, but I'm glad to be back for now. Um, over the next week or two, I'll try and get back to some of you. Be patient, because I'm going to ease myself back in. Amen. Um, but one of the reasons why I have been confident in just being able to, quote unquote, disappear, is that there is an amazing uh, team of people who serve in this house, who I am now convinced for the first time in almost 13 years that if like Elijah I were to rapture today Casey is in very capable hands um, you know uh, thank you you take the keys down completely uh, I've taught this before that there are three levels or four but I'll, I'll talk about three today there's three levels of grace that are upon the life of every man or woman and you need to understand how they work to get the most from them. All right, let's, let's get rid of this. It's, I'm cooking up here. You need to understand how they work. Um, the first is the grace on the life of an individual. Someone say an individual. And what this is, first of all, the Bible says that we have all received a measure of faith. If you were born again, in fact, forget being born again. If you're a human being in the image of God, then there is a dimension of the glory and the grace of God that is yours by right. You don't need to be saved, and especially if you are saved, you don't need to be deep. The Bible says, unto every man has been given a measure of faith. And so, being a human being, and especially a Christian, that's so why the Bible says if you give a cup of water to a righteous one, you will not lose your reward, right? The Bible says that we should do good. And, and by the way, let me say this because I've, I've started preaching already. This, today's word is not going to be a sermon. Uh, I am going to meander around a few things the Lord has been sharing with me for you that are pertinent to this season of Bukhar that's around the corner of elevation and glory and so i want you to imagine that we're having a fireside chat you know imagine you're having a chat with for some of you your elder brother for some of you your dad for some of you maybe your son imagine we're just gisting but for those of you who know me well you know that it's in the gist right pastor t it's in the gist that some of the nuggets are dropped so if if, if all you collect from me is here 
you're, you're, you're really right. And so I'm, I'm going to drop a few nuggets today that I believe are pertinent. And this is the first one. Um, and so you must be careful how you treat people. Because honor and dishonor is the gate that is the gate that regulates how much of the grace on a person's life works in yours. Honor is the seed for access. But it's also the seed that maximizes access. And so when you pray for something, more often than not, heaven will answer with a human being. This will be, listen to me folks, this will potentially be the most important sermon I have ever preached in 13 years here. And it will be the least quote-unquote spiri. Because it will be the key for some of you into your next destiny, next level. So listen carefully. When you ask God, and you might want to write, or at least listen back to the recording. When you ask God, when you pay the price, when you fast, when you pray, when you press in, in heaven, in the spirit realm, sorry, for a shift in the heavens. One of the most important levels or kinds of feedback the spirit realm will give you is the introduction of a human being into your life, hear me, or the unveiling of your eyes to see an existing human being in a new light. The Bible says, I put it this way and I'll throw scripture to, to, to purchase my points that no longer shall your teachers be hidden from your eyes, right? But your eyes shall see thine teachers. And I have just quoted uh, from, one quick second, what's going on here? All right. Okay, so just quoted from Isaiah chapter 30. I want to just make sure that you know these are all scriptural uh, scripturally valid. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20. Let's, well, let's start from verse 20. Right. See, this device is trying to be fashioned against me, and it shall not prosper. Okay. Right, so Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20 says, The Lord will give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, but your teachers shall no longer hide themselves but with your own eyes, you will see thy teachers. And so you must be careful how you treat people. Because every human being is a gate of heaven or hell. So when the Bible says, God will build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Some of those gates of hell are human beings. And the same way, listen to me, when you have pressed into God long enough, take the delay down a bit. When you've pressed into God long enough, the reverb as well, to God long enough, um, that was perfect for that. Now we need to do it for, for this. One of the ways heaven will answer, Pastor Tunji, is to delete a human being from your life. Come on, come on. Or downgrade their influence in your life. And many times the spirit realm gets confused. Because you start fighting the answer to your prayer. 
Now, listen, I'm not talking about the carnal stupidity we do. We write things on social media like choose those who choose you. You will not find that one place in scripture. It is not scriptural. You know, our generation is the most humanistic and the most hedonistic, and we couch it in spirituality. So many of us, are, we, we're quick to destroy covenant relationships in the, middle, in, in the name of being upset about something. You know, we discard Elijah's because they're difficult. For many times, they're not even difficult. They're not just as perfect as we want them to be. If, if we were Elisha, we would never have gotten that mantle. So I'm not talking about you just getting upset and destroying a relationship yourself. I mean, contrary to what you want, heaven just seems to have made up its mind that this thing won't work. And you find yourself crying and moaning. And when you've lived as long as I have, you know, if you're, if you're, if, see, you know, I, I've said this for a long time. It's hard to see past the future of how long you've been alive. So if you're 20, it's hard to see beyond 40 because you have no concept of what 20 years of life looks like, right? When you become 40, it's hard to see past 80. But when you've lived as long as I have lived, let's put it this way, if you double my life now, right, by most people's standards, a person who dies at that age, well, you could say they're dying early, but you won't, you won't say they've been caught short in their prime. If you double my life now, I'm old, I'd be older than many of the people who died in the Bible, right? And the Bible says they basically shook their generation. And one of the benefits of that level, that length of life is you get to see things from the perspective of the past and the present. You remember, that's why you should journal. Because journaling will remind you of your perspective of a thing in the moment and you get to compare it with your perspective now and many times you want to tell your previous self what were you worried about or what was so important about this thing that it was life or death and i have seen how god has answered my prayers by deleting certain relationships from my life that i am now grateful for when at the time i was weeping but on the flip side, I have also seen how God has answered my prayer with the introduction of certain relationships, which at the time I had no idea how important they were going to be. And that is why as a believer, you must be led by the Spirit of God. I'll give you an example. One of my best friends and the most valuable relationships in my life today in all the world, right? Many of you know him. He's no stranger to kingdom culture. His name is Apostle Femi Adun. We met under very strange circumstances. Another friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, we didn't know each other at the time, Dr. Daniels, Israel Daniels was having a conference in London. And God said to me, take two buses, pack everybody, well not everyone, not everyone, but pack, I know people want to come, but something you remember, pack your equipment, drive from Nottingham to London, and help them do the sound. Now, I was an MOG in my own right. He was actually shocked when I told him to do so. So we did, and the day was over, and that day actually cost me some relationships. It's a different story entirely, which in hindsight, I now see what God was doing. And I met my brother, we shook hands, and didn't speak for another year and a half. Now, if I had missed that day, I would have missed that relationship. 
and you have no idea the, the favor and even, I doesn't even go into that. I don't have many friends, but each of my friends, if I call someone my friend, they are a gate, trust me. And one of the gifts I have is the ability, even when I don't understand why, to meet an individual and understand that there's destiny here. And sometimes that destiny doesn't last, doesn't come for three, four, five years. But I just know, because I prayed that prayer as a teenager, and God heard me. I said, Lord, in my future, I'll meet people who I need for my destiny. When I meet them, help me know. And so I can meet you today and I will know. It may not manifest for seven years, but I will know. But let's go back to where I was going. And so you must honor people. I was, I was, I was saying this to my wife recently. You will never catch me, especially as a guest minister, the MOG. There are people whose protocol officers I was 20 years ago. So now when I go to minister, I understand that even my protocol officer could be a future president, apostle, central back, does that make sense? And it is my honor, I honor my son, I call my son's sir in certain circumstances. And I said, the dad, how can you call me sir? I said, because you're a sir. Because it is the honor I have for another human being that unlocks what God has put on them that may be for me. It was the honor I had for a 21 year old university student called Falake 15 years ago now that unlocked kingdom culture in Nottingham a year and a half later after I met her. I could have dishonored her because I met her under very dishonorable circumstances. But my honor for her, honor can be downwards, hear me. My honor for her unlocked something that 18 months later would unlock my future. And at least 50% of everybody in kingdom culture today, I can trace back one way or the other to that young lady. Somebody brought someone who brought someone who brought someone who brought someone who brought, someone who brought you. Does that make sense? The second level of grace in a person's life, hear me, we're going somewhere, is the grace that comes, and oh, I should add, that the grace on the life of every human being, and especially every Christian, is also bespoke. So that's the fourth one I don't want to go into. There's the grace that everybody gets because you're a human being and or a believer, but then becoming a believer, and even just as a normal human being, each of us has a certain type of grace. So beyond the normal grace for every human being, Tilayo has an extra type that is different from Pastor Tosin's type. That's what the Bible says to give to seven and to eight, for you don't know from where the harvest will come. The Bible says to do good to all, especially those who be of the house of faith. Because the, the, what, what will be unlocked by the honor I give Pastor Tosin is slightly different from what will be unlocked by the honor I give Tilayo. And so if I'm so obsessed like some of you are some of you do your calculations in your mind as to who deserves your honor you're, you're stupid but god is giving you wisdom today Amen. title or what you think see pastor tunji write this down there are people in my life who in a previous season honored me and then in this last season, decided I wasn't worthy of. And I saw them hustle to connect with other people who they thought were happening. I'm waiting for them. In love. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'll never quote and unquote, but, but I'm just waiting for them. Right? The people who, in the previous season, when I would have called them, would have picked up the phone immediately, and if they couldn't, well, I've run back a, a day later and said, I'm sorry, right? Who now I need to chase for weeks? And they don't know that some of the people that they are hustling carnally to connect with are people who are friends and connected to me because I don't name drop. And so while I'm in the process of trying to call you for three weeks about something for your benefit in some cases, God showed me something about you. Or I, I, I saw an opportunity for you that I wanted to give to you. Then a friend of mine tells me, oh, that, oh, I, your friend ca called me. I met your friend last week and we've spoken three or four times this week. He's been calling me for so and so and so. Should I say yes? It's interesting, isn't it? Your friend is trying to invite me to his event. Should I say yes? I just say, yeah, sure, go on, say yes. Someone say, I'm waiting for them. Because you don't know that there is always treasure in every earthen vessel. And your dishonor for that earthing vessel disqualifies you, but for God's restorative grace, from the treasure that is in that particular earthing vessel. The third level of grace is a grace that comes with a person's office. And that's where I started this about. So when you see me, there's four levels of grace. I'll tell you the fourth in a second. But part of what you may be in awe of, some of you, is simply the grace that comes in my office. If I resign today and Janiah takes over for me, there is a dimension, not all of it, some of it is me as a, well, we both share the grace for being a human being, right? Then we're different in the fact that Janiah has a grace that is for her, while I have a grace that is for me, that is just because we're each in God's image, but slightly different. But then if the third dimension, the one that some, one of the ones that may excite you, you'll be shocked that if I die today and Janiah takes over for me tomorrow, you'll see that dimension of grace. It'll be, it'll, it'll be like a film trick. Someone say film trick. You just realize that Janiah can do some things she couldn't do yesterday. Because those things have nothing to do with who I am or the price I'm paying. They are, rest, they are for the person who occupies the office. And the question is, what office? Someone say, what office? Because many of you, again, unwisely always believe that it is the office that comes with a spiritual title. So you are hustling for your own title. Mm -mm. See, so Pastor Dawson, if God has ordained me to be your shepherd, that's an office. And so there are dimensions of grace on my life that are on my life because God needs them to cover you. So if you think it's because I am the apostolic overseer of kingdom culture, come and take my job now. Now, if you take my job title and you don't take my spiritual responsibility, that grace will not work. On the flip side, if that grace is on my life, hear me, hear me somebody, hear me, hear me, this is about to blow your mind. If that grace is on my life because of you, Pastor T, and I am responsible for destroying our relationship, I forfeit that grace. Now, if you are responsible for it, I don't. 
you then forfeit your access to that grace and God will keep that grace in place till you come back to your senses and you will search the whole world and not find anybody else because heaven does not waste resource the gift bible says and callings of god are without repentance heaven will not replace in essence heaven won't duplicate that grace it will only be on one person at any point in time now if you are fulfilling heaven's requirement for the relationship and i am responsible for destroying or hear me spiritual leaders listen to me this is why you must be very careful that's why i have learned in this season see i'm not acquiring any new children Listen to me. I'm acquiring plenty of new grandchildren. But I'm no longer acquiring children except by divine instruction. You know why? Because Pastor Tunji, when I get to heaven, God will ask me to give an account for your soul. Even though you're my brother. For your soul, your nefesh. And so he will say, this were the resources I invested in you where Tunjo Lujimi was concerned. Did you discharge the fullness of that? If you understand that, the Bible says no man taketh this honor on himself. It's not about carrying my bag or no. So, so I, I, see, I, I don't have enough brain space to process that responsibility without God's grace for the ones I already have much less acquiring more. So when kingdom culture begins to expand in growth in this next two, three years, it will not be because I am acquiring more children. It will be because my children are acquiring more of their own children. And so even though I am the overseer, it is you, God will actually give account for that person's soul, not me. I will give an account for your soul, right? And part of my account for your soul will be to download in you what you need to give an account for that person's soul, who will then give an account for another person's soul, who will give an account for, and that's how the kingdom was designed to grow, not with one or God the top, who can't give an account for everybody's soul. MLM, kingdom MLM, right? Okay. So, Pastor T. If you fulfill that requirement and I either destroy the relationship or I am negligent, eventually God will say, for the sake of my child, or God, I'm replacing you. you uh, God will give the person plenty of time and eventually say, see, come, don't destroy this person's future. And then I will forfeit that grace. Because two of us won't carry it at the same time. But on the flip side, if you are responsible by negligence or dishonor, you see, you, you can uh, see this is see. I, I told you there's three or four human beings that are my. I, after God, there's two or three human beings who, to me, are humanly after God. Right? One of them is Pastor Ia Debuye. You can become Pastor Debuye's PA. But the way can lay hands on you every day. If that grace is on somebody else and you in your dishonor walked away from it, it will not jump because of you. God will wait till you come back to your senses like the prodigal son and find your square root. There are many bastards in the kingdom today. God is like, when you're ready. You know, there's too much shopping in the kingdom 
We want to, you know, see, 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 the problem with the problem with brands like Tesla is they've taught us that you can you can the way you can design your car and get it custom. You know, they don't have car lots. You literally go online, you shop for your car, and then they custom manufacture it for you, and then they send it to you. That's not how the spirit realm really works, you know. You hear me? Hmm, it doesn't work like that. Bible says God puts the lonely in families. He'll give you shepherds after his heart. He will give you. You can decide whether you accept, but he will give you. And he will not replace the person because there is a clash of personalities. Ask Elijah and Elisha. Hear me? Same thing with marriage. We're not compatible. Who cares? My wife and I are the most incompatible spouses in the world. And I wouldn't trade our marriage for it. Show, see, show me anybody that is not more than 10 years older than us. They cannot have a better marriage than ours. The only way you can have a better marriage than ours is you've had a 10-year head start. Are you hearing me? But I'm telling you that there is no marriage on the planet that I have seen or read about that is not more than 10 years older than ours that I would say I want to aspire to that. And we are not, listen to me, practically we are as incompatible as water and oil. I'm telling you. There is no, see, if, we, if you put both of us into a dating app, it would never match us. Different is an, different is an understatement. We are, we are divergent. But hear me, listen, God would not replace either of us because of our personality differences. We learned one day, this was the key to us having the marriage we're talking about. We fi at least I figured out, I hope she has, but I figured out, right, that God is not replacing this girl. And I figured out before we got married, actually, because we had this big fight where I, w I made up my mind, I was done. And I went to tell God, okay, Lord, can we, can we talk? And God said, this is my choice for you. God said, you can accept it. Can I get some water, please? You can accept it or, 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 or reject it. And hear me, Pastor T. God said, if you break this relationship now, I will treat it like a divorce. Because as far as I'm concerned, from eternity, you guys are married. You're just walking into what I did from eternity. He said, so feel free to get divorced if you want. But just know that as far as I am concerned, this is your so I figured out it was my responsibility to adjust my expectations and my proclivities and my tendencies within human reasoning. Now, this has to go both ways. If it only goes one way, it's abuse. But I, I discovered that to, to, for my destiny to be fulfilled, Pastor Tunji, I would need to adapt. Adapt who I was. No more list around who this person is. And the day I did, listen to me, the day I stopped trying to change my wife, something scary happened. God started to change her. I look back now, some of the things that I decided this, I'm just going to accept this. God says, oh, now that you've accepted my choice, the ones that I think should change, I will adapt. 
And I'm sure she'll tell you the same. So when I say office, I'm not talking about a title on the door. I'm talking about purpose. A grace that is on your life because there is an assignment that God has for you. Not a title that you have acquired. And sometimes you need to learn to honor an office even if you dishonor or don't see the need for honor for the holder of the office. A, a dishonorable person can hold an honorable office. I don't have to like you to honor you. Are you hearing me? There's people who I am not a fan of that I have extreme honor for. And that's why the Bible says we should not know any man after the flesh. Now some of us, some of us think that means don't know any man in the natural realm. That works. But let me, let me retranslate that for you. Hear me, everybody. Listen to me. Listen. Something's going on in the spirit realm. I have no idea what it is, but I hope somebody's tapping in. There's literally, I see, I see chains breaking. I see heaven dealing with some things that are completely unrelated to what I'm saying. But let me carry on. Um, let me retranslate that for you, Pastor Elizabeth. Know no man according to their flesh. Know no man, what no means to engage, intercourse, experience. Connect or interact with no man according to their flesh. Don't filter your dealings with a person by their humanity. There's people who, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, a friend of mine, one of my brothers, you know, Pastor Shegun, many of you know him. I was in Scotland recently and he said something to me that I completely, you know, uh, I get you some wise friends. I have some wise friends, trust me. I, I, my friends are a band of wise men. You, you, see, you can't not fulfill destiny with the friends I have. Sometimes when Satan is attacking my mind about whether or not I'm going to amount to much, I just look at the people God has put in my life and I'm like, no, God can't, like, there's no way I can be in the midst of this, of, I mean, one or two fine, but every single covenant relationship I have is this deep. No, 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 no. And he said to me, he said, we're talking about something. And he said about a particular individual. He said, bro, I'm not even interested in being friends with them. But there's something that God showed me that they carried that I knew was necessary for my ministry, for our house. So I invited them to come and minister. Think about that. If you're not wise, you won't, if you're not discerning, you won't see the wisdom behind it. In essence, there was an opportunity for him to become body body with somebody who in the eyes of the natural world was a big person and he intentionally based on his discernment turned down the opportunity he didn't so a door opened that he refused to walk into 
because he discerned. Listen to me. Now, there was nothing wrong with the person. Person actually, I know the person. Talk person. I, I know personally the other person. The other person is a great person. Would be a great friend to anybody. My friend just discerned. God is not asking us to be friends, but there was a there was something that was supposed to be released, right? And so I don't. Need, and what I'm saying is I don't need to be connected to you emotionally to honor you to receive something from you because the grace of the office in essence there was something that god needed to unlock and there were a few people on the earth with the grace to unlock it and he was one of them listen to me and then he said something to me that blew my mind even further i told you i have wise friends he said because when i look at quote unquote the covenant relationships in my life he said I don't need to be friends with him, hear me, because I have you. So what do you mean? He said, there is nothing that a day-to-day -day relationship with that person can bring me that I have not already discerned on, and by you, he was talking about me, on you, right? So why would I spend the amount of time I have spent investing in my relationship with you? to duplicate the benefit does that make sense yeah. so that particular time there was something that was needed right and i couldn't get you this opportunity presented itself he said but moving forward for the rest of our, my life for now until god tells me otherwise i know this is your role this is i discern everything that i'm looking for in that direction in you so because quote unquote you are less popular than the other person, right? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to buy the same car twice. You guys are not understanding me. If you're going to buy two cars, there should be a difference, right? Imagine buying the exact same car, same color, same make, same everything twice. Could make sense. Are you hearing me? Now, the fourth level of grace is the grace that comes with the choices, decisions, and prices a person has paid. Two of us can have the same office, but there'll be an extra level of grace that is different because one of us gave ourselves a life of consecration and the other one did not. One of us married the right spouse and the other one did not. One of us heard God when he said, sow that seed and the other one did not. Are you hearing me, somebody? One of us heard God say, leave this city, go to another city. And the other one said, no, I want to go to one of my own. But I'll leave that to your understanding in your personal work with God. And so I started this by saying that I now know that to a large degree, the grace that comes with the office, right, that I hold in this house would be safe if I was removed. Because I see now what I've always desired, which is a team of people that can duplicate that grace. And I'm about to surprise you guys. Just slow, just watch me over the next few months. I have, I have plans for you of good. <laughs> Listen to me. Like God, I have plans of good and of peace to give you expect no no and I, I mean real good no no I, no I don't mean plans for responsibility I mean real good trust me you're going to love some of my plans oh yeah 
It's, yes, actually. Well, that one is in God's hand. That one is in God's hand, but I'm praying. Somebody asked here, does it include cars, money? I said yes. Then the person, whoever the person is, said husband. I said that one is out of my hands. That one is in God's hands. But I'm, oh, I am praying, trust me. I'm designing some spouses in the spirit. Especially some men. I'm, I'm, I'm ordering some men from heaven. It's about to be reigning men. Men of standard. When you see them, you will know these are the answers to Rev's prayers. <laughs> they, they may be able to hear your voice on my mic, so they may know it's you. Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> now hear me. Hear me by the Spirit. Hear me. Hear me. So that's, that's part one. I finished part one of my message, which is, go and look through your life and ask, who has God answered my prayers with that I have not observed? And what prayers... Is he about to answer? And so what kind of person should I be expecting? Because remember, every human being is a gate. Let me say this humbly, and I don't care whether you think I'm trying to manipulate you. At this point, if you still think after all these years that I'm interested in manipulating you, then I'm not supposed to be your pastor until you get a brain. Yeah, I said it. Um, some of you, I'm pleading with you. Look at me, look at me, look at me, everybody. Online, look at me, look into the camera. Um, let's just put that one off for now while we figure out what's going on. I'm pleading with some of you. Honor me. I was just about to say, or oh, find another house. But then I remember that even if you find another house, it won't work because I'm not going to die because of you. The only reason God would replace me in your life is if I died or I violated heaven's demands for that relationship consistently. Your bukar is tied to a shift in your picture of me. It's not everybody. For some of you, hear me. And when I say honor, many of us think that the opposite of honor is dishonor. No, it's not. The same way the opposite of faith is not doubt. Doubt is the middle. The opposite of faith is unbelief. The opposite of honor is something called to despise. And contrary to what we were taught, because I grew up thinking to despise something meant you hated it. To despise something simply means you don't rate it. It doesn't mean you dishonor it. It just means you are ambivalent to it. Does that make sense? No, no, that's not like that. That's dishonor. It just means you don't... See, the, the opposite of honor is to, be, to not have an opinion about the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Not to have a negative opinion. It just means there's no... It's, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not, I don't, I'm not looking down on you, but I'm just not conscious of your value or existence. You want scripture? 
You want scripture? God says, those who honor me, I will honor. He says, those who despise me, I will lightly esteem. He didn't say dishonor me. In essence, for many Christians, your walk with God is not that you dishonor God. It's just that you despise him. You're not conscious of his greatness and awe. You're not, you're not intentionally small in your eyes. God, God, yeah, God is cool, yeah, but it's not a daily, it's, it's not a reality that is tied to your daily consciousness that this is the Magdaddy of the universe. And that's why worship is a, is a beautiful thing. Worship is the atmosphere in which you consciously remind yourself that this is the one who spoke creation into being. Does that make sense? That's why we like to worship in this house. And we, we will never do it for just 10 minutes so we can move on. Never. Mm -mm. That's why we can Listen to me. That's why we can never have a one-hour service in Kingdom Court. There's someone saying, say never. We can have a, a one-hour seminar. We can have a one-hour Bible class. But we can't have a one-hour service. You know why? Because where do we now fit worship in a one-hour service? Maybe 10, 15 minutes, right? Not in this house. And when I die in old age, whoever takes over for me, if you try it, <laughs> you will dream about me that night. My spirit will visit you in your dream with a whip. Like Saul and the witch of Endor, right? Samuel will come out of the ground. Yes, Rev will, you know. And so, who are you despising? For some of you, that person is talking to you right now. Last year, when God began to tell me, get ready for your bokar, he gave me four individuals who I had despised. I said, Lord, never. I honor them. He said, prove it. What's the proof of honor? Let me tell you what the proof of honor is. Let me, can I define honor to you in practical terms? Honor has nothing to do with an emotion. Honor has to do with an action. You honor things in one of a few ways, all from scripture. Number one, where do your resources go? Bible says, if I'm a father, where's my honor? If I'm a master, where's my fear? He then says, the proof that you don't honor and fear me, he says, look at the nonsense you gave me. Give it to your president or governor. So when the Bible talks about the fear of the Lord and honor for the Lord, one of the ways God is checking your honor and fear is your offering envelope. And you can write, see, in this season, I don't care. Those who, I, those who I'm sent to hear my voice and move into destiny. Every other blog, see, you know what? Do a show about me. Cut this video, I'm asking you, cut this video. Let, let your show introduce what I'm saying. Listen, no, I listen to me. 
Let your show introduce people who need to hear this into their destiny. 90 of them can insult me. Let that one person who will watch your show and hear what I'm saying move into their destiny. Let me say this in my mother's language. We'll meet in heaven and then we'll talk. Because the pulpit will no longer be silenced by this spirit of demonic censorship in the name of political correctness. You didn't call us. Mm -mm. You can call me whatever you want to call me. And I have a track record. Go and check. Go and, do your, go and do your research about me. I haven't stolen anybody's money. I haven't begged. I haven't called one member to say, uh, you know what, if you don't... No, in my entire, like, like Paul said, was this Samuel who said when he was about to die? He says, ask anybody here if I ever manipulated you. You know, I'm looking forward to my final service before I die, when I'm old. I'll first of all say, any woman on the planet that I ever slept with who's not my wife, after I got, you know, not before, yeah, you know, you've, re you've, you've heard my story from, from my, my BC days, right? Okay, so from 2004 and 5 beginning, if you're not a joker, Israeli Siave, stand up. And if you lie, you would die. Thunder will you would die on the spot. Okay, final service. Then I will then ask, raise your hand if I ever manipulated you financially if i ever sold you a prophecy demanded a seed from you to do anything spiritual if i ever chased you privately to pressure you to give me money so i can say it does that make sense there's things only a certain kind of person that's why you should live your life in a way that you can say some things And if you haven't lived your life so far, make up your mind from today, like me, you can come and say from this day forward, right? So I, I, 2004 passed, I can't say that first one, but I preached about it, I wrote some, I've written books about it, you know, and I, okay. But from 2004 ending five beginning, stand up and first say no. Forget that one. stand up and say that you and I were in an environment where you were even concerned that something could happen. Stand, stand up and say there was, a, there was a day where we were in an uncomfortable position where you, you felt you were praying that you would get out of this room because something was, that sparks were flying. Hear me. See, listen to me. Listen to me. You know how Paul says, I will, I will glory in my, in my, in my whatever, in, he says, in my infirmities, right? He then says, I'm glad, he says, I'm glad that I didn't take money from you so I can say this. Right? This is not carnal. God help me, give me grace. I'm saying this in humility. It is one of the reasons why I will never do such a thing. Because I don't want to lose the ability to say this. And not, not so I can boast, because I want some other young preacher to hear me say it and know it is possible. I remember in 2010, nine, I called one of my, I'm coming back to the four people I told you about. I called one of my, uh, I, I called one of my spiritual uh, 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 coverings, Reverend Kolei Wosho, right? And I was, I was hearing so much rubbish going on around me. Even some of my friends were getting involved. So I said, sir, I said it in a way that almost offended him initially. I had to apologize later because I didn't realize that my desperation almost sounded rude. I said, sir, tell me the truth. Is it, 
I said, please tell me, have you ever cheated on your wife before? <laughs> they were like, eh? Yeah, I, I, I didn't plan it. I, I just said, I said, have you, I said, just tell me it's possible. So I had to explain to him a few days. He says, you know, I'm sorry, you know. But I just wanted to know. Does that make sense? Reverend Kola is in his 60s. I just wanted to know, Pastor Tunji, this was in 2009. So we're talking 13 years ago. So subtract 13 years from my age. That when I got to, so then he was in his 50s. That when I got to my 50s, I wanted to know, right, that it was possible to be in ministry and a public figure and have the access to people's vulnerabilities that comes with this job and know that I could aspire to sexual purity that long. And, and having had people in my life who were that example, I would be a wicked person not to be able to pass it on to another generation. So which young man needs to call me today? Or when I am in my 50s to ask me the question. And imagine that he calls me, right? And I can't, when he asks me the question, I'm like, well, you see, there's grace for that one. Can you imagine the damage I would have done to his destiny? Not everybody is a scum artist. Some of us were called by God. So let me go back to where I was coming from. <laughs> One way you honor something is by your finances. So God asked me, where is the proof of honor for this individual in your finances? Are you hearing me? God said, where is the proof of honor for these individuals in your finances? I was like, okay. The second way you honor something is your time. Someone say time. God said, where is the intentional creation in your time? Can I, can I say something controversial? This mentality of a generation who gets offended with spiritual leadership because spiritual leadership doesn't baby them is one of the proofs of dishonor. Because true honor puts the emphasis on you to pursue what and who you honor. And I'm preaching from experience. So. There are people I pursued into submission. Hear me. I don't mention names in case they're, they're listening. But they themselves, they know, right? They don't doubt my honor for them. They've said it to me. You know why, Pastor Liz? I chased them beyond what they themselves thought was reasonable. Because the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So I'm like, oh, you are the person with the key to this area of my life. You can insult me all you want. You can neglect me all you want. You can ignore me all you want. You can believe wrong things about me all you want. You can publicly disgrace me all you want, Pastor T. I mean, I don't care. When we get to heaven, God will deal with you for how you treated me. But here on earth, I will fulfill my destiny. Like Elisha, I will get that mantle. The third proof of honor, which is what I want to finish today about, because I'm now about to move from people 
to your destiny. I'm about to show you, this is where I'm going to end today, that the final link for many of you on your destiny is you need to honor your destiny. The final proof of honor, well, not the final, but another proof of honor, the final of my message today is how much brain space that thing or person occupies in your life. Because that is really the true definition of honor. The other manifestations come from that. The Bible says where your heart is, your money will be, right? So you can give to a person without honor. You can't honor them without giving to them. You can spend time with a person without honor or prioritize time for them. You can't honor them without prioritizing. In essence, you can, you can prioritize time with a person without honoring them, but you can't honor them without prioritizing time for them. So I want to introduce you to a particular word in the Hebrew. I'm done in 10, maximum 15 minutes, maybe 10, called tahava, or some say tava, tava. If you understand Hebrew, if you're a Hebrew student, especially if you've been listening to me for since, since the 16th of June, right, Tony? The quorum's gonna be one next month, and I will be another year older next month. So you better, you, you better celebrate me, you know why. I have traveled around the sun in the last year. You don't know. Me, Miba, I traveled around the sun in 365 days. Now the earth was my taxi, but that's irrelevant. That's why birthday should be celebrated because a whole human being journeyed around the entire sun. If that's not worth celebrating, I don't know what is. Someone say Tava. And to begin our journey towards Tava. Now, I, I spent a bit longer with the intro than I planned to, so forgive me if I have to cut this, you know, uh, to summarize this. But, but listen to me. This here, I am about to trans, God, not me, is about to irreparably transform someone's life. This, listen to me, is the most significant key for at least one person listening to me between years of cycles and this season where you enter the stream of your glory. Let's start from Proverbs 25, verse 2. Because of time, I'm not going to display any of the scriptures. But please read your, check your Bible to make sure that I'm not quoting from the Quran. Proverbs 25, 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. Colon, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. I will display this, this is important. Chris, if you could just help me or somebody, one of the media team, just help me. Proverbs 25 verse two, could you put that on the screen? Let me carry on talking while people, uh, while, I, while you do that for sake of time. It is the what? The glory of, someone say God, to conceal a thing. It then says colon, someone say colon. Now what does the word, what does the punctuation colon mean? Who remembers? Pardon? What does the punctuation colon mean? Let's see if you've been paying attention in the quorum. It means the two things on either side of the colon, one is explaining the other. It could be either way. The one before could be explaining the one after, 
or the one after could be explaining the one coming. But if you see a colon in between two sentences, it means they are linked in the mind of the speaker. Are you with me, somebody? So, with that understanding, the honor of kings to search out a matter is the explanation or connected to the fact that it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. Do we have it up on the screen? Proverbs 25 verse 2. Okay. This is important. Let me know. Okay, cool. So that's the first thing I want you to take notice of, that the two sentences are connected. The second thing I want you to take notice of, oh, there we have it, verse 2, is the fact that the word God there is a mistranslation. And the reason I say it's a mistranslation is that the, the G is capital. Again, this is where the quorum uh, curriculum is important. And I keep saying, if you haven't gone through every single week of the quorum since June 16 last year, the playlist is on the channel, please do so. That is the Erev to Boca transition curriculum. And God won't give it to you elsewhere if you despise it in your own house. TBN won't give it to you. YouTube will not give it to you. 43 of them, right, Tony? You see, that's somebody who's gone through them. See, many of you need to learn that God is not, God is not as disorderly as you. If he puts something somewhere, he won't give it to you elsewhere. He won't say it to you in a vision or a dream because you despised it when it came through the lips of the person he set over your life. And I'm saying it with my chest. The word God in the Hebrew is the word Elohim. What does Elohim mean? Spirit being, simple. Every time Elohim refers to Jehovah in the Bible, in essence, if God is talking about the big God himself, there will be a qualifier. Elohim Adonai, Elohim Ruach, Elohim Hakadesh, uh, uh, Elohim Yehovah, you know, something to say this is God. This is Jehovah, Yahweh. If you see the word Elohim on its own, it either means God is talking about another spirit, right? A demon, Samuel when Saul saw him, you know, an angel, or God is referring to the spirit world as a whole. In essence, it could include him. So it's like saying men. I'm a man, right? And by the way, can we put our hands together for our, our heroes men community? Um, if you're a man, big things are happening. Um, and if you're a woman who is looking for a man, big things are happening there too. Um, and we'll move on. You can come for the ones that we think women are invited to. Exactly. Now, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. So, if you say, all, if you say the men of kingdom culture are caring and responsible, are you referring to me? Yes, you are. Because I am a man of kingdom culture. But are you referring to only me? No. 
Many times when the word Elohim is used in scripture, it refers to God because he is the prime Elohim. But it's not referring to only him because there are other Elohims, some under his authority and some rebellious. It is the glory, listen, of Elohim to conceal a matter. Not only Yahweh. The spirit realm, Pastor Liz, is fastidiously addicted to concealment. The problem is the Bible tells us that the things that were created as seen were created from things that do not appear. In essence, anyone who will see greatness, glory, elevation, promotion, progress, lasting breakthrough in the natural realm will be a man or woman who intentionally or accidentally has touched something in the spirit realm. And if it was an accident, hear me from experience. Listen to this former small boy who is now as not as small of a boy as he used to be before. If you connected by accident you will lose it because the spirit realm will test to see whether or not you know the reason behind your breakthrough just rise by accident you get to a point where they come to do quality control and this is how they do it they attempt to remove from your life what you accidentally connected via and if you don't fight for it they know it was an accident It could be an activity. In essence, tonight, there was a season in your life where every 5 a.m. you woke up and you prayed for an hour. And you didn't, and this is the problem. Somebody say seed. Can, can we get the keys? Someone say time. Someone say harvest. Ah, if I could go back 15 years, Israel, Israel, Israel. Why didn't anybody explain this to you? Ah, someone say seed, someone say time, someone say harvest, someone say seed, someone say half time, you get it, space, someone say harvest, many times by the time the harvest comes, it is so long after the seed, that if you were not intentional, you would not know what the seed was that created the harvest. Is. by the time many of the harvests come so much time has passed from the seed that you forgot what exact if you planted a seed today and you saw the harvest tomorrow even an idiot would understand but 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 if it's some some crops have a six month period and so what the enemy does is he gets you to stop the seed and you say well I stopped the seed but the harvest is still coming of all men you are most foolish like I used to be because the harvest will be commensurate to the time of the seed and so eventually the harvest will run out if you don't carry on with the seed and so even if you touch it by accident if you did something once that broke you through that breakthrough will be temporary because you will need to keep doing that thing to sustain that's why you should never listen to me make a 
deal with the devil uh, if he asked you to kill a colleague at work today uh, you will run out of colleagues at work to kill tomorrow you hear me eventually he'll ask you to kill your spouse uh, and then when you kill your spouse uh, you run out of people who want to marry you when wives keep or husbands keep dying every year so then he'll come for your child are you hearing me see the price yesterday's price is never today's price in the realm of the spirit and every spirit has a price so you will pray or you will do something horrible choose one since i love ajokia too much to ever someday bring her to a coven to donate her and people think these things will happen they do if you live where i've lived you know if you've done the job i've done for a while right where people have broken down in a service under the glory of god and confessed to what they did you'll be shocked that the person see mega churches are dangerous places to be in because the person sat beside you you have no idea who they are and that's why you must be sensitive before you marry anybody because they're in church a word is enough for the wise as we're about to explode my daughters and sons hear me because they come to church on sunday doesn't mean you should go home with them on monday but since I, I don't have... See, I was telling God this morning as I was praying for my family. I said, Lord, Ajoke and I will grow old together. And I was picturing us in our late 80s, early 90s, still dancing, you know, still... You know, and so since, since, since I don't have time... Pastor, I don't have time to invest in another woman. I don't have energy to go through the last 17 years again. To design what God has brought through her so since I cannot donate her on an altar to rise I would donate myself in prayer but someone will be donated unless a corner wheat falls to the ground and dies it will abide alone if you are going to rise it will cost a life someone say a life could be your life it could be someone but so, some something something painful will be offered and so if you offered something immoral, but not to be you didn't have to kill somebody. Maybe you said, you know, go sleep with a go go sleep with a corpse. You soon run out of mortuaries where you can be raiding corpses. And when the seed stops, it's only a matter of time for the harvest stops. But the second thing they hear me is this. Someone say conceals every so we've established that to rise you must I've, I've taught you guys this right and that's why i said look for spiritual feedback right hit a covenant with god thank you ma'am until the spirit realm tells you you've hit the covenant like abraham god will appear to you to ratify the covenant that you caught in the place of prayer consecration and obedience <sighs> but all spirits conceal every spirit have you ever watched a Nollywood movie where the witch doctor's groove was in a flat in the city center? You're always having to paddle up a canal, go into a bush. You think it's an accident? Every spirit conceals. Why? Because it is the honor of he who would be a king to search out the matter the price for your pursuit is the spirit giving you what you seek and so when you make up your mind that i will be great in any area the spirit that guards that area says prove it to me how much do you want it 
in essence how much do you honor your supposed destiny many of us don't honor our destiny you spend more on your hair than you do on your calling you're an idiot you spend more of your guy on your suits than you do on the wisdom required for your field you're dumb you spend more time on facebook Oh, and i'm not talking notice i've not talked about prayer yet because that that's that's another dimension many of you don't even qualify for the gate of prayer because what it is you say you are called to be great in before god says i won't bless you the the spirit entity that guards that area has told heaven don't even bother with this joker they're not serious because you have not made up your mind to pay the price to search out that matter That's what the Bible says. The children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of light. Because they understand. See, an unbeliever wants to start a business. What he'll do? He'll waste money he shouldn't be spending. He'll later find out the information was free online. But he will waste thousands of pounds, right? Buying books and, and attending courses and all these things which a bit more intact would tell him was unnecessary. But even though he supposedly wasted the 10,000 pounds on the course, the spirit realm says, this guy is serious. Spirit now says, you have my attention. But, but a Christian would just, you know, eh, oh, everything I touch shall prosper. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the first and not the last. I'm above and not beneath. The blessing of the Gentiles. Oh God, you will die there. Money coming now. They lied to you. It is the glory of a king thank you sir to do what search it out someone say search it out someone say search it out it's not search out the knowledge like i said that knowledge may be free online see there are things you know that you don't know pastor there are things that you can write an exam on and pass that you don't know as you give yourself to a thing the deeper energy levels behind that thing give themselves to you because you are honoring the grace on the thing okay i told you we we're going towards the whatever right okay next scripture let's let's go real quick real quick come with me to proverbs chapter 18 verse 1 Media team, help me. I'm Proverbs 18, verse 1. Yeah, I know uh, we might be slightly late today, but hey, I'm back. I'm back again. I can go again. I can disappear again if you guys want. Amen. But if you just want to hit me, just, just manage me as I am. Amen. Manage me. Amen. Right. They say people with certain symptoms have find it easy to lose track of time. That's what they say. So Proverbs 18, not Psalm 18. Proverbs 18. Or did I say Psalm? Proverbs 18. Okay, cool. So I was right. Proverbs 18. I wrote Psalms here. Proverbs 18. It says, through desire. Someone say desire. Now that word is the word tava. And some translations butcher this because they make it look like it's a bad thing. What tava is neutral. It's translated sometimes in scripture as lost. It is also translated as desire when the Bible says God gives everyone their desire. Notice God will not give you your lust. Now, okay, so, so he sees their desire. This is Psalms 10, 
he sees their desire and then he responds in a good way Tava simply means that your heart is knit to a thing it comes from the word Ava right someone say Ava which means source and the word ta- or Ahava which means love it says through desire Psalm 18, Proverbs 18 1 is it on the screen through desire a man having separated himself someone say separated himself it doesn't say Christian man someone say consecration so you, you will separate yourself if you will rise you choose what you consecrate yourself to I have chosen the way of prayer and this kind of wisdom you may choose another way have you noticed how the vast majority of people who succeed without God have dysfunction in their personal lives you know why it's a price they pay because you have to separate yourself to be great that's why their marriages don't work their children's their children don't like them and they'll tell you to be great you have to be selfish unless you're being great God's way because you have to separate yourself you can't be great if you do everything everybody else does you might need to switch the camera uh, uh, you can't be great if you are everywhere all your mates are Pastor T, you can't be great if you talk to everybody who wants to talk to you Pastor Liz, you can't be great if you spend your money on what so so the the price is separation set apart remember the elohim world has concealed your greatness through tava in essence when you really want something the proof of your tava of your desire is your capacity to separate yourself if you cannot separate yourself you don't want it bad enough and that's why when you begin to press into the spirit realm for a thing god will offer you a covenant i told you right you know how i know guys you know how i know that bokar is about to break out in this house because god offered me terms of a covenant and i'm almost dumping i won't tell you what the covenant is tony he gave me a price and i'm about three quarters of the way through he said, he, said, he said, I need you to do this. He said, when you finish this, and I'm almost there now. So I, I'm not hoping any, does that make sense? I prayed, he answered. He said, this is the price. And I cried because that price didn't make sense. He says, do you want it? So I began to pay, you know, like I'll pay in installment. And I'm almost there now. Because the, the, the concealment was asking, what can you separate yourself from? from it is through what tava desire which could be negatively lost that's why if you lost after bible says if you lost after something bible says say god doesn't tempt anybody but through our own lust we are set we are led astray and tempted because whatever you tava positively or negatively you will attract this is where the unbelieving uh, a coaching world taught us the law of attraction they stole it from the scripture 
because you can manifest it all you want in bed in your pajamas it's not coming right pastor liz the law of manifestation does not work while you're eating crunch berries in bed it works when you get out of bed and start taking steps in the direction you are supposedly manifesting because uh, the bible says if we believe in our hearts and then confess so there must be an action that lines up with the desire the spirit realm begins to open having separated himself look now he then says seeks and intermeddles with all wisdom someone say seeks uh, i have done this several times in my life i hear me it first of all began in the year 2004 pastor t when god told me that it was part of my destiny to write and sing prophetic songs at the time my voice broke glass in a bad way I said this can't be possible and so god said son you're going to seek an intermeddle so pastor t i went and i bought myself the most expensive earphones and musical equipment i could afford and for years i was listening to people singing and I, I, because i was seeking does that make sense uh, I, I didn't just sit in bed and say you know i'm going to sing no 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 I, my voice no so i gave a season of my life to study music i gave a season of my life are you hearing me somebody I, 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 it was all i did for years and it, there was nothing i discovered that i did not know on day one intellectually but as you give yourself to something it begins to give itself back to you i began to listen to people hear me who i sensed a prophetic psalmist anointing on i began to make friends are you hearing me with people I, you guys it was around that season i first of all met you know uh, minister drew from last weekend and, and i i said i'm coming to spend a week in your house so he sat down on his keyboard and the, the poor man must have been holding his ears because then my voice was horrible but i said we are going to worship together we are going to are you hearing me that's where the song i hear the sound of angels they got the bow holy 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 we wrote that song in his house on the third day of a three-day weekend because i was seeking an intermediate meddling with all what wisdom also i told you god will usually send a human being into your life that is a gate into that area and as i began to honor the instruction and the human beings god sent i woke up one day and it didn't make sense something shifted then years ago tony god told me i was minding my business he said there's an anointing on your life in the financial world in the markets I had a couple of people prophesied as well. One of them was Reverend Celia. And so I decided that I was going to revisit a painful part of my life. I lost 35,000 pounds trading Forex in the past. And God said, oh, this is a part of your destiny. So you know what I did, Tony? I began to seek. Oh, I, you, I burnt through YouTube. I spent tens of thousands of pounds on courses that in hindsight were not worth 50 pounds. Why? I was seeking. I put a thousand pounds in a trading account and I blew it. I put another thousand. Now, I'm not advising you to do the same. I'm just telling you, I began to seek. And, and some, you know, listen, Pastor T, the day came where I had a dream. I'll keep the dream to myself for now till it manifests. It's like I woke up. And something that I had struggled with for years, just it just clicked. Concepts that I didn't read in anybody's book began to manifest. I went back to my charts and all of a sudden, it was like I was looking at a matrix code. Because when you seek after separating, 
long enough you will intermeddle with something the question is what if you do it unspiritually ungodly it will be a demonic thing you intermeddle with be careful but if you do it by god's instruction and in god's guide with god's guidance you will meet a spirit a positive spirit a gatekeeper from heaven and i'm telling you you will know listen you you will know you have broken through before you break through it won't be an accident because your separation will trigger something final scripture psalm 10 oh jesus psalm 10 verse 17 thou lord thou has heard the desire that's the word tava again the desire of the humble thou will prepare their heart thou will cause thine ear to hear listen when pastor t you fulfill this requirement god says now i will prepare your heart to hear Delilah, he says i will do something on the inside of you that will put you in a state where the missing piece will show up you can study something your whole life and not crack it if you don't have your heart prepared to hear that's what fasting does fasting doesn't change god it changes you it fasting will open you up for something to click that will shift everything it will make you discerning for the penny to drop I know I said that was the last scripture, but let me give you one more. I just have to give you one more. Let's go back to the book of Proverbs, chapter 4. You know where I'm going, Pastor T, right? Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3. It says, By wisdom a house is built. But we just looked at Proverbs 18 that it is through desire that a man separates himself seeks and intermeddles with what all it's like if you're trying to build something that doesn't that's refusing to be built it means there's a wisdom you've not intermeddled with not a knowledge a wisdom knowledge fills it with precious things many of us have knowledge so we have sofas tvs couches cookers and furniture in the loading truck but there's no house to furnish because all your knowledge does is buy the furniture in the spirit but you need wisdom to build the structure that you will then furnish in essence knowledge makes it look nicer but you don't intermeddle with knowledge you can acquire it but you must intermeddle with wisdom it means you must mix with it you don't see wisdom is not something you acquire you can't gain wisdom by something you hear wisdom is something that you have intercourse with what you hear may allow you get the intercourse with the wisdom are you listening to me but there is a process of intermeddling that requires separation and that's what i meant when i started by talking about honor when you're about to break through, God will organize a system and put grace on it and say, when you've done intermeddling with that thing, come and let me know. And if you despise that system, Aluta Continua, 
It's an old statement from campus in my days. It means the struggle continues. They say, Aluta continues, the struggle continues. Continue. Then they, we would then say, uh, victory, asser- you know, victory is ascertained, but victory is not always ascertained, as some people found out. In high school and university, we all thought we were going to be great. Now, some of us are at different levels of greatness, and some people are not great at all. And we all now understand that potential doesn't guarantee fulfillment. If somebody consistently breaks through in your field, don't ask them what they did. In terms of, what's the secret? I can just do it. Ask them what they did in terms of what did they separate from and give themselves to consistently to intermeddle with. And don't be surprised if if for some people they say, let me take you to my witch doctor. Nobody breaks through without separation and honor. Walking through that forest, getting your body caught, donating the blood or the health of a family member or whatever you buy, the cocks, the rams, the whatever, that is the occult world's price for separation and intermeddling. Now, heaven has its own price. It's called prayer. It's called fasting. It's called honoring people who you don't necessarily like sometimes. Hello, I'm talking about me for some of you, right? And it's called giving yourself to the pursuit of a thing. Pastor T, I have learned that there is no code I cannot crack in this world. Give me two weeks. Give me two weeks of applying myself to a thing. Something will shift. Hear me? Give me, what, two weeks. Whatever the issue is, if I can cover out two weeks from my life, hint, hint. Some of you need to do the math. Paddy's probably saying, oh, I get it now. Two weeks of being able to ignore everything else. I don't need to worry about picking my kids from school. I don't need to worry about preaching at church. I don't need to worry about, you know, fine. Just two weeks where my mind, if I, when I start, I'm a very horrible person to be around. That's why I like to go away. Because I become almost insensitive. Because from my waking moment to my sleeping moment, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm walking around the house and I'm muttering, I'm chewing. The Bible calls it meditation. But this is how the Jews meditated. I'm literally, how do I do this? How do I, 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 does that make sense? And, and I'm asking questions. I'm, 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 I become obsessed with the thing. Many times I have a dream. Because the Bible says a dream comes by the multitude of the business of the day. Sometimes it's a vision. Sometimes it's an insight. Sometimes somebody says something. Sometimes it's a relationship, but the spirit realm will say, oh, you're serious. Okay. And then I have to be wise enough to discern the system that was opened to walk into it. Stand with me. Let me stop here. Let me summarize today. I told you it was a fireside chat, right? Number one, who are you dishonoring? Or that you have not identified? Number two, what are you dishonoring? That's the summary of today. Someone say who. Someone say what. What do you need to have Tava for? Take two minutes and pray before I hand over the mic. What do you need to have Tava for?
What do you need to have Tava for? And how are you going to prove that Tava? This is one of the beautiful things about journaling. I was talking to Pastor Tosin the other day uh, about how I used to mock people who spent plenty of money on journals. I've become one of them now. Because everything has a value based on its emotional connection to you, not the thing. One person is selling springs and, and cotton. The other person is selling a good night's sleep. They're both called a mattress, but the good night's sleep costs three times the price of the springs and cotton because your value will usually be tied to how people feel when you come to mind. That's, that's free. I should charge you for that. That's free. And I discovered, Pastor T, when I start to write about something, the heavens open. You know why? It's the principle of Tava. When I give myself, so if I have a problem, if my brain locks, and for those of you like me who deal with certain you know, situations where your brains lock on a regular basis, this is the best thing that could ever happen to you. Just start writing about the issue. Pastor, let me say this in Yoruba. Ayo, ajabo. It will come out. Write about, just try it with me. Spend two weeks writing about the area of your life that is a problem. Start chronicling your thoughts about it and see what comes out. Oh, the Bible doesn't make sense. Get a piece of paper and start writing about the scripture and see what comes out. I wrote my way to a first class in university. Not because I was more intelligent than my mates. I'd be writing... So I would take notes in class, then I would go back and make my own notes in the areas I was struggling. Something would drop. I, I thought it was quote unquote spiritual. It's a principle. And so as we stand in this season on the edge of Bokar, what do you need to tava? Who do you need to tava? And how do you need to express it? Father, I ask today that these words will not just be intellectual. Let them be the key that turns the lock of someone's next level. Father, I'm asking in the next few years to be inundated with testimonies of those for whom this made all the difference. Let this word come with the grace to maximize its impact. We give you glory, honor, thanks, and praise. Help us to reconstruct our lives around what we supposedly tava. Forgive us for ways in which we have pursued something with our mouth while our lives have been far from it, including you. Forgive us, Lord, for despising things and people that are next us doors to our next level. Redeem our timelines. Give us another chance. We give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Come on, clap your hands, oh you people. And shout to God with a voice of triumph. Amen, amen. Let's just take a minute and just bless God for the amazing word that has just come forth this afternoon. Father, we just want to say thank you for your word. Your word of wisdom, of clarity, 
of instruction, your word that has brought forth light and that has shown us, oh God, Lord, what we ought to do for doors to be opened for this next season of our lives. Father, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, God, for despising the the people and the things that you have placed in our lives. Have mercy on us, God, for despising the, 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 the covering that you have given to us. And teach us to honor those people, God, that you have placed in our lives. Those covenant relationships. Teach us to honor God. Teach us to honor the things, the gifts, the purpose, our destiny. Give us the grace, oh God, Lord, to separate ourselves from certain things and to give ourselves to the things that you are calling us to. Father, we thank you for your word. May it produce fruit in our lives. And let us just take some time as well and pray for Reverend Israel. Thank you.